The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the Psalm of the Scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's Word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Before we advance in our study through Psalm 119, I want to return one more time to this section that we've been in to draw your attention to an expression. It really has just captivated my my thinking in recent weeks. It's found in Psalm 119, verse 62, and this is what it says, At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. Do you hear the first two words? At midnight. I have an old book here in my library on the famous night scenes of the Bible. Did you ever notice in Scripture how many things God did in the middle of the night? Uh, How many miracles were performed and powerful things were accomplished when the lights were out, when nobody was around, when it was unexpected? Yes, friend, the Lord works even at midnight. Aren't you glad that you can sleep and you can rest because God works the midnight shift? God works the night shift. What do we learn from this particular verse? You know, midnight is found at least 14 times in our Bible. Almost without exception, it's connected to some time of trouble. For example, one of the first mentions is in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse number 20. You remember when uh, that woman's baby was taken from her at midnight? And then the two mothers were arguing over whose child it was in Solomon's reign. It's one of the first mentions, and it is uh, an introduction to really what midnight represents throughout Scripture. Midnight represents the dark hours, when the sun has set, when the shadows have come. Midnight represents the lonely hours, when nobody's around, when others cannot see you. Midnight represents the closing hours. We're coming to the end of a thing, the end of a day. But could I just remind you of this, uh, that the dark hours lead to light hours, that the lonely hours lead to the hours of fellowship and communion, that the closing hours are not just the end of one day, it's also the threshold of a brand new day. You see, you're going to find as you study the midnights of the Bible that they're always connected to the presence and to the power of our great God. In fact, the actual first mention of of midnight is found in the book of Exodus. Read Exodus 11, Exodus 12, and see how God intervened and stepped into Israel's circumstances and did so at the midnight hour. The question is not, will God work at midnight? He always works. He he doesn't go to sleep. He faints not, neither is weary. The question is, what are we going to do when midnight comes? When the lights go out, when, when the time of trouble comes, what are you going to do? Let me give you three simple things you can do in the dark hours of your life. And maybe you're living there today. Or maybe you, you know someone that's living through the dark hours of life. Here's three things every true believer can do. First of all, at midnight, you can pray. Do you notice the context of the verse? The whole, the whole context is one of prayer. He's speaking to God. He, he refers to the Lord repeatedly in Psalm 119. It's one big prayer. Yes, at midnight, you can pray. Let me give you an Old Testament example and then a New Testament example 
uh, of praying at midnight. The Old Testament example, let me take from Ruth chapter number 3. Now, you know the story of Ruth and Boaz and uh, how God provided the kinsman redeemer. But listen to Ruth chapter number 3 and verse number 8. This is powerful. The Bible says, It came to pass at midnight that the man, that's Boaz, was afraid and turned himself, and behold, a woman lay at his feet. And he said, Who art thou? And she answered, I am Ruth thine handmaid. Spread therefore thy skirt over thine handmaid, for thou art a near kinsman. When did she make her prayer? At midnight. In, in the dark hour, in the lonely hour. And verse 10 says, And he said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter. I love this. When did the blessing come to Ruth? At midnight. And then, what about the New Testament? Well, how about Acts chapter 16, verse number 25, when Paul and Silas were locked up in that jail. Remember, they'd been beaten, and now they're in a prison cell in the middle of the night, and what do they do? They begin to pray. At midnight, they sang, and they prayed, and they gave praises to Almighty God. And by the way, read all of Acts 16. God heard and answered. The earthquake came. The prison doors open. The jailer and his family get saved. Big things happen at midnight. At midnight, God is always at work. The Lord is awake, friends. The Lord is listening even in the midnight hour. Remember, in one of Jesus' teaching on the matter of prayer, Luke 11, verse number 5, he uses the, the little parable of the man going to his friend at midnight and asking bread, asking for food to give to his visitor. Uh, what a beautiful reminder that there's never time you can't call on the Lord. There's never time his ear is not open to your prayer. So at midnight, you can pray. At midnight, secondly, you can praise. Listen to verse 62 of Psalm 119. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee. Give him thanks. I alluded a moment ago to Paul and Silas in Acts 16. They did it in jail. In Acts chapter number 27, uh, the apostle Paul will do it in the middle of a storm. Literally, in the middle of a massive storm. What does he do? He just breaks bread and gives thanks for it and blesses it and passes it out. Uh, oh, in every instance, the praying leads to praising. Old Lester Roloff used to say, sometimes you can praise your way through things you can't pray your way through. So maybe you're trying to pray your way through the nighttime hours, and you're just not sure if your prayers are even getting through. Well, they are, but why don't you try this? Why don't you turn your prayer around to praise, and instead of asking, just adore for a little while. Instead of begging, just bless the Lord and give Him praise and glory. I love this this little phrase, he said, at midnight, I will rise to give thanks. Get up. It's the upward life, the ascending life. You're not going down. Rise up. Lift up your head and give praise and glory to God today. And then one more thing you can do. At midnight, you can not only pray and praise, but at midnight, you can ponder. Ponder the word of God. Listen to the rest of verse 62. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. Doesn't mean everything going on around you is right, but God's right. It doesn't mean everything around you in life is equitable, but God's judgments are always right. So what's he doing? He's going back to who God is and what God has said. Thy righteous judgments. I'm not always right. Others are not always right. Circumstances are not all right, but God's word is. You're going to find strength in the dark hours of your life by meditating on the word of the living God. In Judges 16, verse 3, Samson rose up at midnight in the strength of God. He literally rose up and went out in victory. I want you to know when God gives you strength, it doesn't matter what hour of life it is, how low you are, how weak you are, how dark your surroundings, 
If God be for you, who can be against you? Who can separate you from the love of God? Think of Calvary. What happened at Calvary? The lights went out. Literally midnight in the middle of the day. Do you remember? And Christ cried from the cross through that darkness. But could I remind you that the greatest light, eternal light, came through that period of darkness? And think about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Read all that Jesus said in Matthew 25 and Mark 13 about coming at midnight when least expected. Friend, in the dark hours, uh, some moment, Christ is going to show up. He's going to bring the eternal light. Soon we're going to be in the land of no night. Won't that be wonderful? But until then, you can pray, you can praise, and you can ponder. Let me leave you with this thought today. Midnight is when you least expect company. But very often it is the hour that the Lord makes his house calls. You don't expect somebody to show up at your house in the middle of the night. Dear friend, that's when the Lord delights in drawing near to you. Allow the Lord at midnight to be very precious to you. Pray, praise, and ponder today. And remember, God is working even at midnight. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.